It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Couple named their daughter Reese Cup. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All righty, Kevin. You know, every year here on Coyote Country, we put together a list of our top songs of the year. And it's been how many years now, Slim? Five years? Uh, seven, Kev. Since seven 2015 years. was the first year we did it. So Man. six years, this will be our seventh. Yeah, this will Time be seventh. flies when you're having fun. It's a fun list to do. Now, when we first did it, you know, we kind of threw together the list, whatever. But over time, Slim has taken the time to tweak the process to make sure that we are really getting the best songs with the scoring system, the whole deal. It's great. Last year's number one song was Sand in My Boots by Morgan Wallen. Now, I tell you all that to say I know we enjoy a good poll of songs as long as it is done with some research. And that is why I have to tip my hat to these folks at Pass Me Fast because they got together with Spotify. And they use Spotify data to come up with the safest driving songs and the most dangerous driving songs. Okay, so what they did was they found Spotify's 20 most popular driving playlists, took the songs that were in those playlists, nearly 1,500 songs, uh, and then they judged each song on certain criteria, such as danceability, high energy, how emotional the song was. They said sometimes you can think a song might be a great driving song, but because it's emotional, you can get distracted, and then it's not a great driving song because you're getting too emotionally distracted. So they put all these factors into it to come up with a list. I love this. Of their top safe driving songs. Now, unfortunately, there are not country songs on this, so we're going to have to do some work and maybe see if we can come up with some country ones for the 8 o'clock hour. But we'll start with the songs that they came up with. And I'm going to just have Slim play this first song, and you tell me if you think this is on the safe driving list mm. or the dangerous driving gotcha. list. It is a song called Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Mm. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> this is on the great driving list. Okay. Boy. Um, Billy Eilish is awesome. I'm going to say she is on the... She's the one. Everyone makes you drive fast, so the fast driving list. So that would be the dangerous one. We're big Billy Eilish listeners in the car, the Widmer family. And my wife drives fast. Mm. I When I hear that song, just because it's got such an infectious beat, I really thought it would be considered a dangerous song. Although maybe you just get into that comfortable groove of just... Yeah. Yeah. And you just that kinda... song actually ranked number one as the safest driving no song. Way. Really? Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, they say okay. low emotion. Because you turn it off? Okay. High energy, but not too danceable and not. Sure. Uh, well, you're not pounding not the steering wheel. Not distracting. You know, it's not okay. the one where you're bobbing Surprising. your head and, you know, ah, I mean, it's not that song. 
Couple other songs that made the safe driving list. Justin Bieber's Love Yourself. This is one of the greatest songs of our lifetimes. It, back. Maybe you should know that my mama don't like you and she likes everyone. And I never like to. This is a great safe driving song. It really is. It's what it really is one of the best songs ever. That's a great long distance. You're just got you know what? You're just kind of Chilling. You can't really a drive sunny past day. It. No, you don't need to. No, yeah, no. no way. It's but it's got a good, you. nice, easy mental space. Good vibe. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's a good one, Kevin. And yeah. it's got enough vibe to it that you're not gonna like, you know, just look down and you're going 35 on the freeway. Well, no, it's not depressing. It's <laughs> right. just, you know, it's yeah, it's got a good vibe to it. I agree with I that mean, one. His a mom lot. likes everyone, but doesn't like you. Doesn't Congratulations. Like, yeah. yeah, that's bad job. What a great line. Yeah, bad job. Uh, and the another one that made the top ten. Now this one what came in at number ten as the safest driving song. It's from John Legend. It's called All of Me. Oh my gosh. Oh. This surprises you me. Give me this song is a slow walking song. Right. Yeah, but you sing it. I think that's probably why it keeps you awake. How many times do I have to tell? And there's just enough little driving with the piano. Yeah, you're not going to drive fast to this. No. It just You'll puts be you in a... John Legend's awesome. Kev, can he, can, can he get it done at all? It's crazy. Yeah, he's pretty good. Okay, top 10 dangerous songs. Oh, my gosh. Here are the top three songs that they said were dangerous. Number three kind of surprises me. I love this song. But I would never think of it as a song that would make me drive out of control. And it's by Jay-Z called Empire State of Mind. Oh, my gosh. The Concrete Jungle song. It makes me want to drive cool. I mean, it's, you know, it's... I could say... Here's the deal. that, that The chorus with Alicia Keys and stuff, it's just very... They Regular s- stuff, but he, I mean, it's a rap song, so yeah. he does have beat to it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm out at Brooklyn, now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the narrow, but I'll be hood cool. Right, I mean, it's just kind of, you've got a beat to it that makes mm-hmm. you want to go yeah. fast. And it's, they say the problem with that song is the danceability and just the distraction of it. You might you? go a little faster than the speed limit, but I don't feel like you're racing. I feel like you True. just, once you get to a speed, yeah. you might hold it there. It's going to surprise you. I've never driven to that, to that song without having my head going back and forth. I've right? never driven to that song. Really? Yeah, it's okay. a, that's a, I, that's you're actually favorite. surprised. No, because I thought you, you might like the, that the song. Kids, Jay. I thought the kids hmm. would. You got AirPods, right? You are Jay, and they, he's Jay Z. I figured you guys were brothers. Huh? And he made the Yankee hat more famous than a Yankee can. Right. Great line. Uh, number two. Mr. Brightside Ooh, by the my Killers. karaoke song. Came. Now this, wow, yeah, back up. Coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. God, I gotta be down. You're just smashing into people. It, it is the best karaoke song. That is going to make people drive fast. It will make you drive insanely fast. It's just high energy. And the final song, the number one most dangerous song 
of all time for driving. According to Spotify driving playlists and this team from Pass Me Fast that put it all together, Hey Yeah by Outkast. <laughs> hey what? Hey Yeah. Hey Yeah? Hey Yeah. There you go. Sorry. Hey Yeah. Yeah. Hey Yeah. <laughs> hey Yeah. 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 Andre 3000, disappointed. Rolling over in his grave, even though he's alive. It's just a fast beat, right? Yeah, the beats per minute songs it's are going to be, fast. they're going to, you make can't it. help it. And hey, this yeah. one, one that I think a lot of people know, and it's just too easy to sing along to. I, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah could be the Dustin Lynch version. Hey, hey yeah. Hey yeah. Hey yeah. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all needs to be a Chris Young song. We need your help putting together some great driving songs and bad driving songs for country music. So if you have any suggestions, you can send them in to us. Text them in 4410999. And we will have a list in the eight o'clock hour of some great driving songs and some terrible, dangerous driving songs in country music. Okay. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Bruce, is there anything you would like to say? Yes, there is. Kevin James. Mac, neener, neener. (laughs) (laughs) The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. If you are not a Coyote Country Club VIP yet, just go to our website, the big 99.9 coyotecountry.com. You click on where it says Coyote Country Club VIP. It takes about a minute to sign up. And then uh, five times a day, and the first time will be in an hour, we call out names and you just text us back and claim your $50 Visa gift card. Super simple way to ease win money. So 820 this morning will be our first name to call out, which means you still have time to sign up. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna gonna be be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Well, this one came back uh, the end of summer, August of this last year, where Wendy sent us a letter just saying that, man, my husband is super into cornhole. We were at a party this weekend. They had boards set up, and of course, he stepped it off and then told them that it was wrong, and he moved the boards. He then proceeded to be super competitive. He beat everyone at the party, and I told him that he was becoming the annoying cornhole guy, and he says that I'm totally wrong. Most people who play cornhole at the party are fine with it. Well, the question was asked, who is right? Is this a thing? And of course, most people agreed that that guy is a little annoying at a party. So here is the follow-up from Wendy. She says, ha, 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 thanks for checking in. Yes, he is still the cornhole guy. In fact, he's at his indoor league right now. I will say this. When I read him all the comments about how the snobbish, too serious cornhole guy is no fun, he agreed that he would back off at parties and stuff like that. Now he says he'll just take it serious with the guys who also think it's the most important thing in the world. I figure there are a lot worse things he could be out doing, so I'm just learning to love my new cornhole guy. So overall, happy with it, but she just is trying to get him to agree to not be the guy at parties that takes it too serious. 
Take it serious with your buddies, right? Who love the cornhole. Also, there's indoor corn, cornhole leagues. That's a thing. Better than outdoor at this point. But it, yeah. you're, you're right about that. But I didn't even realize that was a, an actual thing where they had indoor cornhole leagues. But rule stickler during the league. Yeah, Slim, you're a rule stickler. So, But parties, probably not. I mean, you're not going to go, hey, it looks like it's a foot too close. You're not going to really care, no. are you? No. 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 Nope, not at all. Not it's just at supposed all. to not be fun it. at the party, yep, right? Absolutely. Yeah, league different, obviously. Certainly. Sure. Yeah. But it's the, the difference of playing basketball for fun recreationally yes. with just random people as opposed to, you know, real actual we're we're getting together to, to play basketball. Yeah, like last night they lower LMU's hoop to nine feet. That right, would be right. that we recreational can't practice do that. basketball. That would be fine. You can lower one of the you can yes. play with a you know, a, a kickball or whatever it is and <laughs> And those kind of things. Maybe, you know, they could have thrown an extra guy out there. That would have oh, been kind of goofy. Oh, six on five. That would have been yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. Still, you know, it's kind of like last night could have very well been at Gonzaga what they did a few nights ago at the Spokane Arena. It's kind of like the Globetrotters against the Generals. You just kind of <sighs> maybe Mark Few next time grabs the bucket of confetti and throws it in Dick Owl's face. That's a true like that. Timmy thing. Somehow make the game enjoyable. That would be hilarious if during a timeout Timmy walked over. There. Yeah, I mean, the other teams, <laughs> the other teams have decided they don't want to make the games enjoyable. So maybe we, you know, the that would be great. The university has to take it upon yeah. themselves to make these things actually fun. Now that I think about that, that would be the most amazing thing. And I'm sure it would be, you know, people. Somebody would be all bent out of shape about it because it'd be disrespectful yeah, in some way, shape, the, or form. The way they're playing, the way the other team is playing, sure isn't disrespectful. I was going to say what we do to them is disrespectful anyway. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that would be so great. It's disrespectful though. them to make the trip up here. Just go over there with a bucket and just walk over to Dick Out, and he's just sitting there because he knows. Yeah, or yeah. does he? One day it's confetti, a- the next day it's gummy worms. Kevin, I, I want—I do want to tell you because you mentioned the indoor stuff. Yes, I, I will tell you. We did for a very long time. My grandfather would do on the Fourth of July outdoor games at his right. backyard. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite things you guys did. Yeah, it was awesome. Family fun on the Fourth. Yes, so cool. We would do a modified, smaller version during the winter because we love the outdoor games so much. And the throwing games on the boards. Yeah, we would do in the basement of of his house. Okay. So my cousins and I would do that indoors because you it, you think about it, it you obviously think cornhole's outside, obviously. Yeah, right. That that makes sense that's where you it just, belongs. Right, you just think of parties outside, barbecues, it, it's so made for it, but it's easy to do inside, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Now I will tell you the ones that are a little bit Tougher and, and cornhole is great because it's bean bags. Yeah, it's not right. so loud. There's a game with washers. Oh my! Right. Yeah. That if you do it in a garage or something, it's very loud. But if you do it in a carpeted area, oh, there you it go. It works great. So we would do it in a basement, and it was carpeted, and it, it didn't make a sound at all. It was just like the grass. But yeah. there definitely are some games that when you try them inside, if you do the garage thing, they are loud. Yeah, very. The blongo ball, the 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 is tough because the the golf balls will bounce if it's not on a. If it's not on a carpeted surface, right. they'll bounce. And also, you're chasing them through the garage. They, they do bounce and can break things. Yeah, so I sure. do see how there's a lot of games that don't work inside. But Kev Cornhole is wonderful inside. And I know a couple people who do cornhole leagues inside where they do, and this guy would probably hate this, the email guy. They do one board mm-hmm. and they set it up, one board, and then they have a marked off line, and you don't throw back and forth. You just have one board. Oh, okay. So you throw, you go pick up your beanbags, bring gotcha. it back, and is that more wise. for practicing, or is I don't it, know. Do you I, still play the? 
I mean, you still play the I game and you can still, still keep yeah, scoring. Why not? Yeah. But maybe I, just not quite enough room for the second board. Might not be long enough. And I think it it, it plays well for one on one. Makes sense. As opposed to needing teams. Maybe you don't have as many people coming to your house yeah. as you would to a barbecue. You know, or a tailgate party. If you're super lazy, would it be cool to have one of those little mini conveyor belts like the walkways they have awesome. in the airport? And it goes underneath oh my the goodness, board. Jay, what an idea. Poof, and it just brings it back. That would be cool. Cornivator. Or a- uh, Mike said players and spectators has an indoor corn, cornhole league. Kev. Okay. I uh, This love might be that. where the guy's playing. I don't know, but I, I'd never even thought about it. But of course they have <laughs> indoor leagues. Yeah, of course That's they do. That's brilliant. I Why love that. They? Yeah. What a cool idea. I love that a lot. And get the, what was it? The con, con, corn... Corn... Hole. Cornivator. Corn do you of, think... I like that. Do you corn think... Kevin and Slim in the morning, the big 99, nine country. This is actually a dumb question. Uh, because uh, we already know we already know the answer. It would have been more enjoyable last night to watch Coach View play against Stan Johnson, the coach of LMU, in an indoor cornhole game. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. No, I was in Mexico. I took a picture of a group of people that were in the pool. Yeah. That reminded me of all my Harrington friends. Kevin James. All my Harrington friends have settled down. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. One of those things you might not be thinking about. Valentine's Day is two weeks from Monday. Uh, Our good friend, Hillbilly Seth, is on the phone. Hey, brother, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, boys. How you doing? Uh, We are great. Uh, It is Valentine's right now. Time to start thinking about it. Now, you guys have been doing this... What do you call uh, this again? Uh, we call it Rose Rush. Rose Rush, that's um, right. Started about, I think, 12 years ago. Wow. Something like that. I wanted to call it Hillbilly with a Heart, but I guess that didn't. That one failed. My bad. Should have got you that earlier. No, because we wouldn't get as many donations because people think they're going to get jumped. Or <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. This is a really cool thing that well, now for those who don't know, Hillbilly Seth, he's a very funny man, and he he's on the show and he's like, ha ha, he plays the fiddle and all this, but he's also probably got one of the biggest hearts and is one of the most genuine people that you'd ever want to meet, and has done tons of things for communities across the United States and a ton of stuff locally as well. Maybe just give us a quick outline on how this Valentine's Day Rose Rush thing works. Absolutely. So what happens is um, you send us a nomination on Facebook um, for a single lady or a widow, or if the deployed service member asks us to, we'll deliver to their wives or spouses back home. Um, But we just deliver a single rose on Valentine's Day, which would be the Monday the 14th this year. Yes, sir. Um, and And we just hand deliver it to your work or your home. Whatever's more convenient for you, as long as it's in our uh, delivery area. Any idea how many you gave out last year? And I know I, you know, we've had a couple, a little bit of weird years. I don't know if you paid attention to the news or anything, but there was something going on. But any idea? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did about five hundred and fifty last year. Man, that's a. <laughs> and is that like the most, or is that down a little bit? Uh, it kind of floats around between five and six hundred. Okay. We did. I think we did six fifty one year. That is That's crazy. How many That's guys do you actually have out running around the Spokane area to make the deliveries? Well, we're still looking for some guys right now because we had a little bit of a um, lifestyle changes. You know, sure. bunch of guys got married or had babies, and they got to take care of their families now. But yeah, it happens. Um, I think last year we had eight drivers, not including myself. 
Man, that's a long day. That's a really cool thing. It actually, it's actually not as bad as you think it is because a few of my drivers are Jimmy John's drivers, so they know how to be fast and they know where they're going. <laughs> that's handy. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's important. So tracking the route, like you know, plotting the route is important. I love it because Hillbilly oh, Seth for three. Plotting the route is um, plotting the route is uh, going to give a shout out to my girl Tawny Thompson over at Shamrock Paving. Um, she's been managing and scheduling everything out for us just to make my life a little bit easier. Wow, nice. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad a, someone else is doing that because I don't trust you with it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's been fewer mistakes. Yeah, I maybe. would imagine. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> hey, this man knows. Uh, look, guess what? He's not perfect at everything. He's going to reach out and get somebody he, to help him. Uh, Jay, I laughed. Hillbilly Seth will make a fool of himself for 364 days. Yep. And then he comes back every year, and he does the one thing that makes us go, you are the greatest. You're the greatest person. Seth, I do want to ask you, and I want to know every year, because I forget every year, where do you guys get the roses from? Um, We get them all over the place. We've done Costco a few times because they got, you know, 50 50 roses for 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, We've done florists in town that have given us discounts on them because we don't need them prepared. We just need them. Yeah, right. You know, cut, and we'll we'll take care of the prep. But um, in a couple of years, actually, from that same girl Tawny, one of her friends um, had a surplus of flowers that he couldn't sell of uh, roses, and he gave them to us. Oh wow! Wow, the, that's impressive. Like five or six hundred roses that year. Do you accept donations if anybody wants to help? You know, pay for some of the roses, or is it just something you take care of all of it? Um, uh, I take care of most of it. Um. We used to take donations back back in our conception days, but now we're kind of to the point where we're like, you know what, we're big boys now. We'll figure it out. Wow, that's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. That's really so, cool. Is there a story that you can, just off the top of your head, like of all the years of delivering these, one that really sticks with you, where you delivered it maybe you know, to a widow, or was oh. there just a story that really sticks with you? I know that there is one delivery that we make. We've made for a few times this year, or in the past few years. Um, this uh, woman's grandmother or, um, was recently widowed a few years ago, so we've been sending her a rose, hand-delivered, and we tell her it's from Ray, her husband. Oh, my. And she just gets emotional. You know, she, she loves it, and we do it every year, and she she it's almost like she expects it now, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, so cool. That. That's great. Um, we People break down in tears, they, you know, because usually if you've never gotten a rose from us, it kind of blindsides you, and if you're you know, in a rough spot or not where you want to be in love or relationships or you just got left or whatever, it can make you feel, it can make that day hit a little bit harder. So there's been a lot of times every single year where we just seem to emotionally blindside them and they just break down, give you a hug and, you know, you tell them it's going to be okay. No Don't way a fiddle, love it. a fiddle playing fool like yourself is not getting through that day without some sort of tears. Well, uh, yeah, but I don't play my fiddle when I deliver. I'm not trying to sway them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and have you gone back to wearing shirts this year to deliver them or not? <laughs> what is, uh, my lawyer will be in contact. <laughs> uh, you're the best, man. Thank you for uh, not only thank you for letting us know about it again, but thanks for doing it. I know it's been, a, a, was it 10 years or 11 years? What is it? 12, uh, 12 years. 12 years. Um, Holy smokes. Yep, just look us up on Facebook, Rose Rush Deliveries. Um, send us a nomination message with an address. We'll tell you if we can deliver to it or not, and if we can, we'll take care of the rest.
You're the best, buddy. Hey, and you can go check it out on our on our Facebook page. We've got a we've got the post shared by Rose Rush, so you can go on Thank you, on Sly. there if you can't find if you have a hard time typing the words Rose and Rush, but you already follow us. Go on there. We've got their the link to their page up there. It's again one of the coolest things that happens in our in our city every year. You boys are the best. I, I appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. See you, bud. All right. Well, there you go. Rose Rush, or like Slim said, it's linked to our Facebook page. Oh, Very cool. What a cool thing. It's awesome. How many times do you think he's crying? Here's the deal. He's he's a tough guy, right? Yeah. Oh, oh that, yeah. That guy has a that guy has a heart bigger than almost yes. anyone. Tough guys that, are the ones that cry he, the most. He's crying a lot that day. Come on, that's one you just Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Guys, it's a Friday. Friday. Ah. Kevin James. That was pretty good. Whoa, that was, yeah. that was, guys, that was pretty good. Maybe Harmony. save that one. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 999 Coyote Country. Kevin, guess what time it is? Uh, I have no idea what time. All right, everybody. Time for a game. Yeah. Game, game time. time. Let's go. Boys, it is time for some smart bottom. Jay versus Kev in a battle to the top. We've got three rounds today, so the first to win two is going to be our winner. I read you clues to guess an object, item, person, place, thing, whatever it may be. You ring in when you think you know the answer by just blurting out the answer. Got it. Okay. If you get it right, you get the point. If you get it wrong, the other person gets to hear the rest of the clues and then gets to make an educated guess. So, again, guess. Kevin, you don't have to say your name. You just blurt out, turkey sandwich. Yep. Oh, gotcha. You got to change the category. Now, sorry. We now have two categories. <laughs> uh, no, I have three categories. First, the one wins. Uh, would you like to start with one, two, or three? Kevin, I'll let you choose. I'll go with two, right in the middle. The first type of me was created in Mexico in 1885. You can bend me. You can shape me. I am now mainly marketed as a kid's snack. You'll probably find me in the refrigerator. Six inches long is my average size. I can be made of lots of different types of meat. Uh, string cheese. Kevin James, that is correct. It oh, is string wow. cheese. 1885, wow. Mexico. Wow. 1885. Yeah, that... uh, originally originally yeah. created as a, uh, wow. a snack. I guess a snack. I don't know if you'd call it a snack. I don't know what they call it when you're actually working. What do, what do people who work real hard for a living... Who actually work for a living and they eat something in the day f- to keep them going. What do you call that? A snack. Is it a snack? Because mm-hmm. I immediately think snack and I think my daughter running down the hallway at 3.30 yeah. begging for a snack. And that doesn't seem the same as a guy who's got a work hat on. I mean, it's not the same, but it's still the same because okay. it you know, keeps you uh, energized. So that's what it was made for originally. And then they realized, oh, this is really good for kids. They and also it, sold it uh, without refrigeration on the beach like nine hours after it was done. Of course. 14-year-old kid uh, was the uh, the creator. No way. Of String Cheese. Yeah, 14-year-old wow. kid from nice Mexico. Nice work, kid. Yeah, very him. cool. Uh, okay, we've got two left. Kevin, you have a one-point lead. Would you like one or two? Um, Sue. I two what treated you well. Sue. Sue. Okay, a- I'm going to go with two on that. It treated you well the first time. <laughs> It did. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I date back to the 13th century. Uh-oh. My origins are Mongolian, but I am most well known for my American roots. Modern versions are made of fur, felt, straw, or leather. I have a creased crown, 
When you think of me, you may also think of stirrups. Cowboy hats. Jay Daniels, it is a cowboy hat. John Batterson Stetson is credited for originating the modern version of me. They are cowboy hats. Boys, I ask you, do you currently own a cowboy hat? Uh, There's one on my son's wall that I think we just kind of share. Anybody who needs a cowboy hat for any reason, you just walk in there, grab it off the wall, and you're good. Yeah, not a real one. Uh, my, it, mine's not a real one. Have you oh, ever okay. owned a really yeah. cool... I thought you were calling Jen and I thought... No, 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 well, no. I, I'm going to close my I, eyes because I, I don't I, have your witness right now. This is one of those things that they ask you, did you see what happened? And I want to be able to say no. Mine's no. more of a novelty cowboy hat like you would wear with a costume. Sure. Yeah, I got so, you. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have a really nice cowboy hat. I know Jay did too because back in the day, Slim, oh, back in the day when we worked at a country radio station, they gave us... A trade to go to like the boot barn. Yeah, that was a and so many pelt hat or something too, we, wasn't oh, yeah, it? Five that, yeah, five time Beaver X yeah. hat or what? Five X. I, I remember I used to. Yeah, something. they ranked them or they rate them or something. Yeah, I don't know. boy, we'd go get real nice hats and boots. Man, I could use a good pair of cowboy boots. I loved the yeah. cowboy boots. Man, I would look They're like so an idiot in a cowboy though. hat. I, it's yes. the worst thing in the world. To know that you, we would probably look dumb in a cowboy hat oh, I, and also I, yeah. cowboy boots. Oh, yeah. But the amount that I want both of those things is crazy. I think boots you can get away with. Yes, you can. The, it's just the, the hat thing. The hat, it's just like, oh my. You gotta be the right person. Yeah, you I do. And I do think a lot of people wear a cowboy hat not trying to be, you know, the, the kind of person we're trying to describe where you're like the poser. They're not you know? making it. I think yeah. they really want to wear a cowboy hat. Yeah, that's fine. But you, again, like, like Kevin said, if you're not that type of person, you are going to be judged, and you're going to be judged poorly. I had a cowboy hat that had the wide brim, you know? It was more of a flatter look to it. It wasn't. It didn't go up a lot. Yeah. So it was wider than my shoulders by a substantial margin. That's not, it didn't, no. 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 Just no. It didn't, no. no just, just no. All right, Actually, with my mom. I'd love to find an old picture of us I where we were all dressed up. Me too. Me too. In our like tuxedos, more. we'd wear tuxedos to concerts, Slim. Yeah. Tuxedos, cowboy do. hats, and our cowboy boots. Oh, I think my wife has I just them. love it. Yeah. All right, well, let's do the last round real quick. Central and South America are credited with creating me. One of the first commercially sold versions of me in America was sold in 1807 in Massachusetts. Mm. Sean Evans owes me a lot. Some people make me with piri piri. Cholula is my best version. Hot sauce. Kevin James, it is hot sauce. Wow. It is hot sauce. Uh, Sean Evans, Evans? he's the hot ones guy. He's the guy who does hot ones. He does the interviews with celebrities and they do do the hot sauce on the Uh, wings. A man I only know his face. I have no idea what his name is. That's right. uh, I wish you could see my computer monitor right now where I watch hot ones every single week. And I have on my Google, what is the guy's name who hosts Hot Ones? And <laughs> I just know his face, right? Sean Evans, yeah. the bald guy who's awesome. Yes. He's a great interviewer, but I always forget his name. Sean Kevin Evans. James, congratulations. Wow. You are today's Smart Bottom Champion. Shulula to you. Uh, what's your favorite hot sauce, boys? Kevin, what is it, ketchup? I No, I love... <laughs> I love Cholula just because of the bottle. 